Well, hello. This is your weekly dose of higher consciousness. And today, today's episode is all about how to let go. And uh, I've mentioned in some of my other podcasts that I do a lot of um, marketing research on Google to see what are people really interested in. And that one of the major points of this podcast in general is to help people learn how to be happy, love yourselves, and have a, a much more fulfilling and loving existence and life and relationships. And a, a key component of this, and I'm going to I'm going to refer back to letting go again and again and again. <laughs> but today's topic is learning how to let go, and I think this is going to be one one of those pillar um, episodes that you're going to want to you're going to need to come back to again and again until you get it. And it takes time to get it. I get it. <laughs> so before I get started, at the beginning of every episode, I promise a quiz. It's your weekly dose of higher consciousness quiz. And I want, it's just for something, something for you to think about. So for this week's quiz, let me look at my notes. <laughs> I forget what it is again. I want you to consider which of these three ways of being is of the highest consciousness. Now, this is what Dr. Hawkins calls kind of spiritual foundations way of being. These are, these are basics if you want to build your spiritual foundation into higher levels of awareness. So the first one is idealistic. What does the level of consciousness feel like to be idealistic, do you think? The second one is humility. This is another way of be being. To have humility is a very powerful way of being in consciousness, and so is balanced. All three of them are of higher consciousness, but which of the three do you think is of the highest consciousness? Whoops, not balanced. I'm mistaken. That was last week's. Available is the third one. Okay, so the first one is idealistic. The second one is to have humility. The third one is to be available. I'll answer that question at the end of the podcast. And I wanted to introduce another little thing since, you know, the tagline in this podcast is learning how to be happy. And Dr. Hawkins has this book called The Book of Slides, which I'm going to show to my YouTube viewers and podcasters. You're just going to have to hear me, <laughs> Book of Slides. Um, and that's available on Dr. Hawkins' website and on, my, on the podcast. I'll have a link to it in YouTube. I'll have links to that book so you can, you can buy it if you want. It's really more for students of Dr. Hawkins, and it may not be relevant to you yet if you're just being introduced to this. But he has what's called 101 Ways to Happiness. And last week I did um, – uh, no, two weeks ago – is How to Be Happy. And at the beginning of that, I shared the first five of those 101 ways to be happy in that video. But So I think I'm going to spread it out and just do one in every podcast because we'll run through it, you know, in a, two years, 101, that's fine. So today's 101 ways to be happy is to surrender all cravings to God. Okay. And if I heard this a few years ago, first of all, God can be a loaded word. <laughs> So I want you to have faith that God exists and you'll become aware of that the more you let go of what is not of 
it's not uplifting, you know, and positive aspect oriented. So whatever you want to call it, surrender all things to God. God is like infinitely powerful. Let me tell you that calibrates at true as true on the map of consciousness beyond infinity. It's not even measurable how powerful and true that is. And I know many of us, especially if you're into righteous pride, like I have been, <laughs> surrender is like, I'm not surrendering anything to anyone, okay? <laughs> and if this sounds like you in your head, you may not say it out loud. I'll say it out loud for you <laughs> because I've been there, been there, done that. I'm like, I'm not going to give that up. You know, I don't want to give that up. I want to let go of that. I don't want to let go of this. <laughs> And when it's coming from the energy of pride, which is lower level consciousness, it isn't terrifically fulfilling. And I am willing to let go of lower levels of consciousness and step into more balanced ways of being, enjoyable ways of being, happy ways of being. And I've been through a lot of this and I continue to do it, but I've been practicing the, the mechanism of letting go now for years. I mean, four or five years now. And it's highly productive. And it doesn't have to take you that long to get into a state that's, that is fun. And the more you do it, the easier it gets. And the more you do it, the more humorous it gets. Cause you're like, Oh my God, I'm still holding on to that. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Hey, we are what we are. We're layers and layers and layers of crap. <laughs> and then we get to the, you know, the gold We're the gold diggers, the gold diggers to our soul. All right. I need a sip. Hold on one sec. Okay. So last episode, I spoke about letting go and letting God, what the heck does that mean? And that would be a good one as a starter kit to how to let go. So we kind of get a little foundation under us as to what, where we're headed here. And I would also recommend um, all of my previous podcasts and uh, episodes, YouTube episodes are foundational, what I call foundational basics. And the more you kind of understand where I'm coming from, the better you will kind of align with what I'm trying to teach you here. So for learning how to let go, it's a good idea to look at the map of consciousness episode, lower levels of consciousness. And I noticed in my, in my statistics that people are looking way more at the higher levels, which is totally fine. You want to know where true power and higher consciousness exists. I get it. And the ego wants to know too, because the ego's like, oh, I want more power. <laughs> Sign me up. So you guys, I'm going to get you signed up. And if the ego gets you there, great, because that's, you know, we want some type of motivation to get you there. And then once you kind of start aligning with it, you'll get it. And you won't feel like all needy, greedy about wanting power because you'll be in your own power and you'll be quite content and at peace with it. <laughs> so. You're also going to want to look at the, there's another episode on the higher levels of consciousness. So there's one on both and just being exposed to the truth of the research, you know, and putting everything into context is going to raise your level of context and kind of, if your energies are kind of scattered, cause you don't really know, like you, you wouldn't know that fear is lower than hatred or fear is lower than righteous pride or, you know, when you put the lower levels into context, then you have a map. You can like, all right, where am I at today? And then what do I, it's okay for me to feel, you know, still not feel great, but move up in power. So you got to know the map in order 
to know how you're going to move up in power. So today it's all about how to let go. And then I want to lay a little groundwork for you on how to let go. And I'm going to show you. This is Dr. Hawkins' book, Letting Go, The Pathway of Surrender. And Dr. Hawkins, there's an episode on all about Dr. Hawkins. Who is he? Okay, he's a, he is an esteemed psychiatrist of 50 years. He's also a world-renowned spiritual leader and leader in the science of um, the research of consciousness. He's an enormous gift to the world, whether you know it or not. He is an enlightened being, and you wouldn't know what that is. I can know and accept it because I've experienced high states of consciousness like Dr. Hawkins describes. I have not experienced the highest state that he, he um, conveys and he uh, kind of describes to us, but I've been up there and there's a lot of people that don't think enlightenment exists. They think it's some type of concept and that could very well be that we're not even close on the map of consciousness. You know, 98% of like, <laughs> More than almost 100% of the planet has no awareness of higher consciousness or what that's really like. And in fact, only there was only about 22 people above the level of 600 on the map of consciousness, which is the level of enlightenment. And that's a drop because some of those people have passed to like a dozen or so. So it is a rare thing, which is why people could poo-poo the state of enlightenment. <laughs> and Hawken also has to attest that to even pursue or consider becoming enlightened is a radical pursuit. And I never even had it in my awareness that I would pursue it, but I can tell you it is a radical pursuit. <laughs> I've experienced the highs and lows of that, running the map. been on the map on the very highs and confrontations with the very lows. So I feel like <laughs> I'm in a good place now to teach everyone how to be happy and love yourself. That's kind of the bottom line. So... You got to get over the whole, you know, if you have a thing with surrender, like you're not going to give up anything to anyone, that's okay. <laughs> it's just where you're at. It's fine. I was there for a long time and I didn't understand it. So I'm hoping to help you get into the understanding like, oh, okay. If I want to have better relationships, better experience in life, all the material wealth I could ever want, I got to change my attitude. And I've got to have a, I've got to come from a higher level of consciousness. And this is what letting go is all about. So Dr. Hawkins was a, a psychiatrist and had one of the, I think one of the largest psychiatric practices in, in Manhattan for 50 years. And he's gone through, <laughs> if you read his book, Letting Go, The Pathway to Surrender, the first chapter is hysterical because he talks about all the alternative approaches he took. Everything under the sun, which when I read it, I laughed because I've tried everything under the sun to help me transcend lower levels of consciousness and heal from despair and trauma. So <laughs> he's had tons of practice, you guys. Don't think you know any more than he does because he's been in the field. He's done it. He has awareness of tremendous suffering. And part of this awareness of the suffering was what drove spirit within him to want to help human consciousness and suffering. And I too have experienced tremendous suffering beyond description. I, you know, and it's not of this world that I've experienced. 
and I too care to end um, human suffering. And in some of those moments where I'm like, God, you got to be kidding me. You're putting me up to this. I have to confront this. I said, you got to end it with me. <laughs> that was my prayer right then and there. I'm like, you got to end this with me. You can't have other humans exposed to what I'm exposed to right now. It's gloomy, ludicrous. So, and it makes me, sorry, I'm still a little weepy about it because <laughs> it was, it was not good stuff. So, <laughs> but you know, God's present within me and we're all good now. We're chumps. But substitute the word God for something that's softer and easier for you, you know. Let go of something and allow higher consciousness to deal with it. When you invite in higher consciousness, they're like, here, I'm right here. I'm here to help you. I can totally handle what you want. <laughs> higher consciousness can totally lend you the power and the energy and the alignment you need to let go of things that don't serve you. So, so quickie foundations, and I'm going to read right out of the book because I'm not an expert in psychiatry. Dr. Hawkins is likely genius level like Freud and Carl Jung, which they both calibrated 499 on the map of consciousness, which is where most geniuses calibrate, which is the doorway to spiritual higher consciousness is 500. That's the spiritual nonlinear realm. And that's where genius level people and people that are stuck in science and the mind stop. <laughs> Because they're not willing to let go of what they think and what they think science is telling them or what their research is telling them. So this is this, you know, none of us, most of us aren't grown up or brought up understanding that we're not supposed to suppress and repress emotions. <laughs> we're not brought up for that. We're, we're told, you know, we, people get mad at us if we get angry, you know, as a kid. The parents get mad. What are you getting angry for? Don't be angry. So we're like, we bury it because we want the love of the parent or whoever we want love and affection and attention from. So suppression and repression are big problems in your whole life because um, th this is the most common way in which we push feelings down and put them aside. Okay. So in repression, this happens unconsciously. You got this unconscious pattern going that you, you can't face whatever it is, so it just unconsciously goes deep down, goes underground. Now, um, in, in suppression, this happens consciously. So you're like, you're aware of something, you're like, okay, I gotta bury this, because you, know, you don't wanna express it, or you feel bad about feeling that way, and you don't want anyone to think badly of you. So you suppress this stuff. It's, and we don't want to be bothered with, by feelings, and we don't know what else to do with them. This is from Hawkins' book, which is true. I mean, who knows? I mean, raise your hand if you know what to do with your feelings. Besides bury them, suppress and repress them. Some of them you want to express. Okay, that's another one, expression. So in this, um, this, in this mechanism, the feeling is vented, verbalized, or stated in body language and acted out in endless group demonstrations. This is not what you really need to, you want to be doing, okay? And it only allows out just some of the negative emotion that's buried. Not, it's not dealing with it in the way that Dr. Hawkins has found is successful, right? And... Um, the last way of dealing with uh, buried emotions or feelings or thoughts or whatever is escape. You just avoid it altogether and you create diversions. So you don't have to, you don't have to face them. 
So what's interesting that I really found uh, super interesting, and this is all based on scientific research. There was another scientific theory that integrates psychology and neurophysiology. It was called the gray la violette, la violette, like violet, scientific theory. And their research demonstrated that feeling tones organize thoughts and memory. Okay, so you're suppressing feelings and they're putting off this vibration that's like a tone. And it's like the vibration of a drum and the law of attraction people talk about, you know, beating the drum of something. This is what they're talking about. It's like you've got buried anger and it's vibing out in your body. It's there because you buried it, didn't go anywhere. So you didn't allow it to be expressed. You didn't allow it to come up naturally. So now it's like creating problems. <laughs> and one stupid little incident as a kid could then create thousands of thoughts and feelings and incidences throughout your life that you're like, oh, this stinks, right? All because of one incident as a kid, as an example. So when we, when we relinquish or let go of a feeling, we are freeing ourselves from all the associated thoughts. And this is huge. It is not feelings like it's the thoughts are not necessarily creating the feelings. This is like the chicken comes before the egg. Those feelings are creating the energy that creates the thought is what they're saying. And what Dr. Hawkins has found is when you let go of the feelings, like stop trying to chase the thoughts. That's like re impossible. Okay. You, you can't repress the thoughts. You got to go after the foundation of all the thoughts. And I wish I had a Jenga game right here. I'm going to do one of these things with a Jenga game. You know, those blocks that you pull up and you stack all these blocks. And if you pull out a pin on the bottom, the whole thing collapses. And that visual for me was awesome because it's the letting go of one feeling that gets rid of all the thoughts, the incessant thoughts that are like driving you nuts, that you can't stop thinking. And I've experienced this, right? My thoughts that are negatively oriented are few and far between. I'm pretty balanced, easygoing, happy most of the time, optimistic most of the time. And... I don't feel like I need to defend, like I, I don't have to do anything. It's like, <laughs> it's kind of a nice way to be. And it's pretty awesome when you start doing this, learning how to let go, how to let go. So letting go of, of one emotion can like pull the plug in a lot of crap at once. And Dr. Hawkins, you know, he's been a psychiatrist for 50 years. So he's kind of like, you know, psychotherapy is helpful. However, through his experience, this mechanism of letting go that he's discovered and practiced in his own life is like a rocket ship relative to um, everyday psychotherapy. So I'm here to help you launch the rocket ship step by step. I'm not going to say it's going to be easy all the time, but I'm here. To, I want you to come back and say, and I'm going to tell you what my pitfalls have been. What have I noticed? What have I discovered? So... We're going to talk about letting go. And it's felt helpful to have the book, but I, you know, I want to help you with the book because I've had a lot of feedback. People don't get the book. <laughs> and I get that you don't get it because even I, who've read it a, a lot, many times, probably 10 times, still have issues like, am I doing this right? But I know that I'm doing it right because I feel the shift. I feel the difference. I'm like, whoa, I haven't felt this before. It's a good thing. 
So I'm going to read um, The Mechanism of Letting Go right out of Dr. Hopkins' book. I'm going to take a sip of juice first. Okay. So here, here it is. Letting go involves being aware of a feeling. Okay, you have a feeling. You gotta let it, you're letting it come up. Okay, you have the feeling and now it's coming up. And you're gonna stay with it, okay? And you're gonna let it run its course without wanting to make it different or do anything about it. Now, I'm gonna say this again, because it's hard for, for, it was hard for me to get. So letting go involves being aware of a feeling. I'm like, okay, here's the feeling. I'm irritated right now. Okay, I'm really irritated right now. And now I'm going to let it come up. I'm going to let the irritation be with me. I'm not going to, all right, here it comes. I'm irritated. I'm going to stay with it. And it's kind of like a balloon that's ready to pop. Okay, you have this balloon that's ready to pop because there's too much energy in it, too much air in it. And I'm liking this to the balloon. I'm like, okay, here's this, this balloon of irritation. I'm going to stay with it. I'm going to open up the, the tie in the balloon a little bit. And it's going to start to let go. Right? It's going to, the air is going to start coming out of that balloon. And I'm going to start feeling relief. That's kind of what it's like. As opposed to letting it come to a head and let it explode pop. You don't want that. That's not what you want. You got to learn to stay with it until it runs its course. And this could be the challenge because when it's running its course, you're going to want to make it different <laughs> and you're going to want to do something about it. But I'm going I'm to ask you not to do anything about it. Okay. It simply means, and this is right out of Dr. Hawkins' book, to let the feeling be there. And this is the challenge, especially when there's fear. When there's fear, you don't want the feeling to be there. <laughs> Trust me. I've had horrific experiences that invite fear. And I thought if I, I let the fear be there, then I was going to have them again. But I'm like, you know what? No, I just have to let the fear be there. And to focus on, so you simply let the feeling be there. And to focus on letting the energy behind it out. Okay? So the first off thing is you got to allow yourself to have the feeling without moralizing about it. Okay? A lot of women, a lot of us, men and women, can moralize about it. Like, okay, I feel like I want to kill somebody right now. That's not very spiritual. All right? <laughs> allow yourself the feeling because it's there. You can't deny it. It's there. And you're going to say, I'm, I'm willing to be with this without killing anybody. I don't need to kill anybody. I can, uh, I can recognize that this isn't who I am. If it's anger, if it's fear, it's despair. It's not going to kill you to be with it. I'm still alive. <laughs> All right? I've been in deep, dark despair, you guys. I'm alive and smiling now. You can do it. All you have to do is be with it. There's no one holding a gun to your head while you're being with something. It's not going to kill you, okay? So the first step is to allow yourself to have the feeling without resisting it, venting it. You don't want to vent it. This is important. You do not want to vent it. 
certainly don't want to vent it onto somebody else at all. All right, that, that just perpetuates the problem and then throws the crap on somebody else that they have to deal with. All right, so you don't want to do that. You don't want to fear it. And here's a big one. You do not want to condemn it or moralize about it. Okay, I'm saying this again. I'm going to repeat this again and again because it needs to be heard often. All right. So those are some key things there. No venting. Don't be afraid of it. It's not going to kill you. It may be uncomfortable for a little bit, but I promise you, you're untying the balloon. You're going to let it out slowly and you're going to feel it go. You'll feel the lightness. And the power in consciousness that you're aligning with, with this intention, is there to support you with it. So it makes it easier. And we love to condemn ourselves. It's a human thing. I think our, big, our worst enemy is ourselves. This is my observation of me. It's like, I'm a lot nicer to other people than I am to myself. I used to be. <laughs> Now I kind of like myself, I enjoy myself, and I, you know, crack myself up. So it's kind of a nice way of being, all right? So let go, this is a, this is a, there's layers of letting go. So if you're just beginning, you can let go of the need to condemn yourself. That's a letting go process too. If you feel like you're starting to moralize and judge and condemn yourself, you're like, all right, before I let go of this feeling, I'm going to let go of the need to moralize, judge, and condemn myself about this. I'm only human. We're all only human. We didn't know any better. And now we have this amazing gift that was brought to us by Dr. Hawkins to, to bring us into higher levels of consciousness and happier lives through this gift that he's given to us. All right. And it's a gift of grace from higher, very, very high levels of consciousness. I can assure you of that. I've been there. I know what it's like. <laughs> it's how I came across Dr. Hawkins. He helped me understand where I was at on both sides of the, both ends of the spectrum, high and low, and how do I come into balance and get my life back? Okay, because it was really kind of disturbing what I went through. Some of it was amazing grace. The other side was not so much. All right, so. So it means to drop judgment and to see that it is just a feeling. It's just a feeling. The technique is to be with the feeling and surrender all efforts to modify it in any way. It takes practice not to suppress and repress things again. <laughs> Take it from me. But the more you practice and the intention in consciousness to let go is a high intention that's supported by life, God, higher consciousness, divinity, grace, whatever you want to call it. You don't even have to go to God. You can just go to higher consciousness, which is vast. Higher consciousness is a vast map. And you can go to a level that you're comfortable with. <laughs> All right? Got angels. Angels are not as high. Uh, they are of higher consciousness, but they're not infinite consciousness. They're unconditional love and joy consciousness, which is a manageable level for humans. That's why they hang out with us. All right. So the technique is to be with the feeling and surrender all efforts to modify in any way. Let go of wanting to resist the feeling. Okay. There's resistance to, to feeling because you're afraid of it and you're used to burying it and think, think it moralizing, doing all that stuff we already said. You're so used to that. You got to remember, okay, I'm not going to do that anymore. All right. 
It is resistance that keeps the feeling going. Resisting the feeling keeps it going. So when you give up resisting or trying to modify the feeling, it will shift to the next feeling and be accompanied by a lighter sensation. So this is where looking at a lower levels of consciousness map is helpful. And you can go back to that episode, I forget which one it is, it's episode four or five, I think, on, I talk about the lower levels of consciousness. So identify the feeling, if it's anger, or if it's, let's say it's uh, fear, or if it's grief and loss, as an example, the next level up would be fear. So even though fear doesn't feel good, you can say, you know what, I'm not in grief and loss anymore, so now I'm into more power, I'm making progress, yay. <laughs> Okay, be grateful. I'm like, okay, cool, I'm getting it. So I've noticed with me that sometimes I could jump, I could jump levels because I've already got some foundational stuff going on that helps me make leaps sometimes. Then other times I've noticed when I was in anger or uh, I have noticed myself being in lower levels and having to go up the map on it. I couldn't make the jump. I didn't make the leap. And I was in anger and rage, which I've spoken about before, which was a surprise to me. I was really surprised to see that I could be enraged, and I was. But I noticed when I stayed with the rage, and I have to say I had to leave the house because I was scaring my animals, and I've had rage come up with my dad, and he's a great button pusher. I had to leave the house so that I didn't attack him. So you've got to understand to attack and vent on somebody else is not going to let it, it's not going to, it's not going to let go. It's going to energize it more. And you don't want to attack your friends and family for sure, whether you think they deserve it or not. <laughs> okay. And my dad is like a gift. He's the button pusher because otherwise it wouldn't have come up. That rage probably would have stayed buried without something significant to push the button to even show me that it was there. Right. I didn't even know it was there. So it's helpful, but rage is another thing. You've got to like, all right, I'm going to just be with rage, but I've got to be alone with it because I'm going to, I want to break something, right? And I had to break something and I had to like hit something and, you know, I was venting, but I have to say the venting did help. So that's like, you know, I'm not sure. Sometimes you've got to go with how you feel. If you feel like you've got to vent it some, it helps get through that first phase, but then you've got to stay with the rage too. So, I, so point being, the next level up from anger and rage is righteousness, righteous pride. And I noticed myself being righteous and prideful. And that was like, you know what? I'm willing to accept that I have the energy of righteous pride now, which is fine. It's a higher level. It's, a, it's an indication that I'm moving up. Whatever this issue that's created this rage is, it doesn't matter. I'm letting it go. And now the pride and the righteousness of it is coming out and I'm stepping into courage. And, I've no, and I noticed like, I, I don't feel anger, rage anymore. It's not to say I still don't have it within me and it may need to be something significant to trigger it, but I pray to higher consciousness. I talk to higher consciousness all the time and I'm just getting used to talking to God and calling God, God. Because <laughs> like, you know, I felt like God did me wrong. God victimized me in a big way. Let me tell you, that'll come out in some of my stories, but that does not serve me at all 
to um, be a victim to God. That's like stupid, right? When you look at the map, God is amazing grace. God is everything you could hope God to be. And at lower levels of consciousness, God is punishing and, you know, vengeful and unmerciful, (laughs) which is not true. We'll talk about that. We're going to talk about God view in one of the podcasts because it's a good one. All right. So let's continue with the process. So when you give up trying, resisting or trying to modify the feeling, it will shift to the next feeling to be accompanied by a lighter sensation. This is what I'm talking about. This is why I suggest you look at the map, print out a copy of the map. You can buy a map on Dr. Hawkins' website, veritaspub.com, or Veritas Publishing. I think it's veritaspub.com. You can buy the map of consciousness. I have mine on my desk because I'm like, all right, how am I behaving? What's the energy of what I'm thinking right now? <laughs> and I look at the map. I'm like, all right, how can I, what, what's a sign that I'm moving up the map? And I look at the lower levels. I'm like, all right, if I come into fear, you know, I get a little impatient. I'm like, can I just jump into neutral on this? And that's kind of my, I kind of like to recommend if you can't manage the feeling, try to jump into neutral on it, which is a very, it's a powerful place to jump into neutral. And it may help soften the process to be neutral about it. Stop judging yourself. You're like, all right, I have these feelings that are lower level. They're coming up because I'm asking them to. And by the way, you got to ask. You got to ask for help. And I asked for help. I'm like, all right, I'm willing to look at what's still low vibe in me and have it come up. So be aware that when you start to ask for it, it's, something's going to trigger it. Something in consciousness, something in your life is going to come and help trigger you. And you're going to want to blame that person possibly or that event or that incident that triggered you. And then I want you to stop and remember you asked for it. You may not like the way it shows up, but if you become conscious, it won't show up in such a harsh way, hopefully. Like, you're like, okay. I'm willing to look at rage within me, which is you're, you're acknowledging you want to step into courage. And this is, the first, this is the first step into true power, is to have courage. When you step into courage, now you're aligning with power and you actually can do something. Something's going to shift for you because you're aligning with a higher, higher energy attractor field. So if there's something like you're burying, you've got to be willing to step into courage and ask for help, okay? And you can ask for help from within yourself, all right? It doesn't have to be God. It doesn't have to be anyone outside of you. can be. But if you want to do this and you want to become conscious, you say, I know that the source within me can help me. I know it can. <laughs> and I promise you, every, every enlightened spiritual teacher tells you the same thing. The source of everything you need is within you. And this is just one aspect of it, right? You're asking for help within you. I know it's there. I can, I attest, I can promise you it is. Everyone that's of higher consciousness will promise you it is. (laughs) Okay. So, okay. Okay. So here, this is the good one. As you begin the process, you will notice that you have fear and guilt over having feelings. Fear and guilt, you got to let go of fear and guilt. (laughs) There will be resistance to feelings in general. To let feelings come up, it is easier to let go of the reaction to having the feelings in the first place. So that's the first step. You have the feelings and you're going to react to them. 
So now you're going to first off is to let go of your reaction to it. Like, Oh, okay. I'm reacting. All right. Let's not, let's just be neutral on this. Let's get to neutral on the feeling. So here's the feeling. So that's kind of what Dr. Hawkins is talking about. A fear of fear itself is a prime example of this. Okay. Let go of the fear or guilt that you have about the feeling first and then get into the feeling itself. So it's a two-step process when you're just beginning because most of us aren't used to dealing with emotions. We, we don't know what to do with them. So if there's some fear or guilt about having the emotion, let's, say, let's just say, all right, I'm willing to let go of this and be neutral on my reaction to this. This is old stuff. Everything that's coming up is old stuff. You got to remember that. It's old and it has no meaning. Really, there's no meaning to it because it could have been triggered by something that happened when you were in kindergarten. And I know I had a traumatic event in kindergarten. <laughs> I was chased around the room by a boy, which I loved, and I was screaming with glee and joy that someone was chasing me. And then I got punished for it, and I had to stand out in the hall with all the sixth graders, you know, all the elementary kids walking by me. And I was only in fifth grade. That was the most humiliating thing in my life, which led to who knows what, <laughs> right? And it's old stuff. That one incident could be a lifetime of stories and thoughts and experiences that were created from that one thing. So I want you to remember, whatever you're feeling is old stuff. It's not true. It's past tense. It doesn't mean anything. And I always have to remind myself, and I want you to hear me say this when it's coming to you, this is meaningless. It's old stuff. Let it go. All right. So let go of the fear or guilt that you have about the feeling first and then get into the feeling itself. When letting go, ignore all thoughts. Hawkins is hysterical when he talks about your thoughts. He's operating from a very high level of consciousness and he knows the mind is like kind of, the mind is helpful in life. However, the endless thoughts are useless and like primitive, okay? Ignore them all is what he's saying. I know it can be hard to ignore, but when you start pulling the pin on the emotions behind them, the thoughts go away and you know, there's nothing to ignore because you're just kind of going about your life. So focus on the feeling itself, not on the thoughts. Let the thoughts go. The thoughts are nothing. The, the thoughts are just, they're just responding to the emotion. Whatever, you know, whatever the frequency is, it's creating the thought. It's just a response that you can ignore because it's not based on any truth or reality in, in higher consciousness. It is not. So thoughts are endless and self-reinforcing. <laughs> We all know this. You know this to be true. And they only breed more thoughts. Thoughts breed more thoughts. And the, the, the suppressed and repressed emotions fuel it like gas. Gasoline on a fire. That's what they are. Because you haven't, done, you haven't dealt with them. You don't know how to deal with them. I'm helping you deal with them in an easy, relatively easy way. I can't say it's always easy. And I've been through struggles, but I always have to remember myself, this is going to pass. And I'm going to feel better. And every time I do. Every time I do, I'm telling you guys, every time I do, I feel better, okay? Thoughts are merely rationalizations of the mind to try and explain the presence of the feeling. The real reason for the feeling is the accumulated pressure behind the feeling that is forcing it to come up in the moment. 
The thoughts or external events are only an excuse made up by the mind. Okay, this is a very important thing to hear again. The energy of the feelings need to go somewhere. They need to express. They want to come out because they're trapped in this balloon that's going to pop, right? They're going to, they're in this balloon that's going to pop. And to help for them to come out, it kind of like fuels thoughts. It's like, I got I to gotta express somehow. So the thoughts are coming. The thoughts or external events. External events will bring you experiences that are based on the emotion as well. Just say so you no, know, guilt, buried guilt and shame is the vibration that attracts experiences that are punishing. This is the good one to know. <laughs> if you happen to be someone who's always like getting hurt or in accidents or whatever, your calamity Jane or John, you might want to take a look at letting go of guilt and shame. That, that is um, based on conscious, consciousness research. Those experiences are a match to the emotions that you're the vibrational match to what's going on within you. So if you have a lot of that going on, it's a good idea to take a look at guilt and shame and let go of it because the experiences are only a match to something old. Like I just told you, when I was in kindergarten, I was humiliating shamed as a kindergarten because I was squealing in joy and having fun because a boy was chasing me. <laughs> oh, God. You know? And add that to the some of the garbage the Catholic Church would tell you about guilt or you would feel about it, and then you got problems. <laughs> no offense to the Catholic Church. The Catholic Church does have levels, higher levels of consciousness operating on it in its basic principles. However, there's a dark side of every church because they want control of any religion. Any religion that wants to control you is the dark side. And guilt and shame is one of them. Pardon me while I sip my iced tea. It's a really good iced tea I concocted this morning. All right. So anyway, that's really, so I want you to, there's some things that are going to need to be repeated. And I'm going to repeat this stuff throughout almost every podcast because the whole point of this is letting go. The whole point of this is shifting you into higher levels of consciousness and feeling good. And you can't help but raise your level of consciousness by being exposed to the material here. And that too has been proven by Dr. Hawkins' research. Exposure to the context of consciousness, the map of consciousness, and the letting go technique, you can't help but start shifting. And it's kind of an amazing feeling I'm coming into levels of consciousness I've never really experienced before, like balance. Balance calibrates at 305 on the map of consciousness. And you need these. Every, every level is a foundation to the next. And I had a problem in that I jumped super high with no foundation under me. Maybe some, because I, got, I was able to jump that high. I had some foundation but there's weakness in the foundation is what I have come to understand. And I'm now into balance. And I hear, I have um, clairaudience and clairvoyant and I get messages, you know, and you, when you leap into higher levels, you start to become intuitive and you can hear messages from spirit. And I've heard you're coming into balance. And when, you know, when you, when I realized I was swinging giant, giant levels, like anywhere from, 
500 to 850 on the map of consciousness down to below zero on the map of consciousness. Like I wasn't below zero on the map, but the confrontations I had, I feel were. I suspect they were like negative two or 300 on the map of consciousness, what I've encountered in my experience. So when you're swinging like this, and if, you be, if you're a spiritual student, you or aspire, or you, have, you have experienced this, the swing. And if you're trying to let go of stuff, you experience these swings, like you, t- you feel like you're stepping forward, but then you swing back. And I think it has to do with not having the foundation under you. So I'm trying to, I'm at a place where I feel balanced. Like I don't, I don't feel the super highs and I don't feel the super lows. I'm like generally in good shape. And the fear of the lows is so far, it's like light years away, like they don't exist. It's how far I've come in understanding all of this. So as you become more familiar with letting go, it will be noticed that all negative the that all negative feelings are associated with our basic fear related to survival and that all feelings are merely survival programs that the mind believes are necessary. The letting go technique undoes the programs progressively. Through that process, the underlying motive behind the feelings becomes more and more apparent. And to be surrendered, and when I first heard the word surrendered, I I felt like, you know, it was like religious stuff. I didn't want to listen to surrender, but (laughs) now I get it. Surrender simply means to let go of these negative feelings, which there for which there's no power. There is no power there. And when you're surrendering to a higher power, you're simply surrendering to something as simple as courage. That's a higher power. Courage is a higher power. Surrendering to being neutral is a higher power than courage, which is why I like to take people that might be, you know, of a higher level of consciousness right to neutral because we're all running lower stuff. There's very few of us that are not running lower programs, right? So if there's some things in your life you're, lo- you're running a lower program on, I, I suggest you come to neutral on it. If you can't deal with it, just be neutral. You're like, okay, this is just a situation that's not true. Even though I feel it, I can let it go and just be neutral on it, which means you stop judging yourself and you accept it, right? If you're like, you're okay, I, I can come into neutral. So surrender is really just coming into a higher level of consciousness, be it courage, neutrality, acceptance, willingness, and acceptance, okay? So to be surrendered means to have no strong emotion about a thing. And this is absolutely possible and easy once you start letting go and practicing it. And I, you can do it every day, all day. You don't have to be and You can do it at work. You can do it on the way to work because stuff is going to come up and you have the opportunity. But you got to make sure you're not suppressing and repressing again. You got to remember, okay, ooh, someone just triggered me. Let it into your awareness. Instead of reacting, kind of like, let go of the reaction. That might be the first step. You'll notice that you're reacting like, oh, okay, I'm okay. I can let go of the reaction. And then look at the feeling. And they're just, they're just a mirror to you. They're, they're just showing you what you got going on. That's it. They're not trying to attack you, really. They're showing you that you're inviting it. There's a vibe within you that's inviting something to come up to help you see it. Right, they're your friend, really. You know, that's a hard one to grasp right now, but in reality, it's a gift when someone can trigger you to see what's going on, whatever those feelings are. 
So when you have no strong emotion about anything, it's okay if it happens, it's okay if it doesn't. You start to feel this. And right now, you might not be feeling that, but I promise you, it gets so much easier and like kind of become nonchalant and it, life is easy. So when we are free, there's a letting go of attachments. And we'll get more into this. I don't want to go too long into this. I want this to be something you can come back to again and again. So when you're free of an attachment, we can enjoy a thing, but we don't, have, we don't need it for our happiness. There is a progressive diminishing of dependence on anything or anyone outside of ourselves. I can tell you that that is true. And I can tell you that that is true from an energy that is not righteous pride. Because there is, there's, a, there's an energy of righteous pride where you're like, I don't need you and I don't need anyone or anyone, anyone else. And if you're sounding like that, you're not free. But when you can genuinely feel content within yourself, I don't need anyone or anything to be happy. <laughs> and I love having people and people in my life. It's not that I don't want people in my life. I do want people in my life, but I don't need it. It's a different feeling. When you feel free, and, and freedom comes like when, when you let go of positionalities. Like when you become neutral, it is freeing. And that's only 250 on the map. It's not a giant leap. You're all, we're all capable of neutral on stuff. So um, that's all I want to say today about letting go. And I'm considering doing a full-on course on it. We'll see. This, if this is enough, this is enough. If you feel like you want to go deeper and you want me to create a course around it, I will. And you can leave comments or send me an email, liz at trumpetertruth.com, if that's of interest to you. Um, I love teaching it. I love sharing my experience with it. And, and the best, the, the most important thing I want to share is that whenever anything comes up, you've got to remember it's temporary and you asked for it and you're willing to let it go right now. So let's talk about an affirmation. I always want to end, uh, end a podcast and a, um, an episode on YouTube too. It's not just a podcast. It's a video channel with an affirmation. And the affirmation is based on powerful processes from the map of consciousness, all right? And um, I was inspired by these affirmations from Louise Hay's book, You Can Heal Your Life. And I'm certain that Louise was, um, had higher consciousness working with her, working through her. She had greater intuitive awareness of how to help people with affirmations and this is an affirmation about willingness to let go of negativity. And I say this um, every day. I'm willing to release lower levels of consciousness. Willingness is 310 on the map of consciousness. There's tons of power in that statement. There's tons of alignment with power. And that intention to align with power to help you get out of the, the toilet bowl. You want to get out of the toilet bowl. Everything below 200 is victimhood in one shade or another. It's what it is. If you want to get out of that and be free and happy and loving and at peace in life, you've got to be willing to step into courage. So that could be the first affirmation. Let's say you decide there's something in your life you're willing to step into courage on. Let's say it's anger. You can say, I'm willing to release the need to be angry right now. 
and I'm willing to step into courage and see, look at it. So there's some two affirmations right there. I'm willing to release the need to be, fill in the blank, fearful, angry, resentful, critical, perfectionist, righteous, prideful, shameful, guilty. Any of those, <laughs> any of those that you want to work on right now, just say, I'm willing to release the need to be fill in the blank. You fill in the blank with what you need. And then the second part of that affirmation is I'm willing to step into courage on my fill in the blank and look at it and be with it. And if you talk to God, you're like, God, I thank God for your help with this. And intentionality is inviting in higher consciousness. So be intentional. You say, you know what, I'm higher consciousness or life. I used to, I like to call God life because that's what God is life. God is not an individual in my experience. Divinity is a presence, not an individual. It's a presence. It's an awareness that I'm in the presence of divinity. I've had this awareness within an individual. But I've had the experience that God can speak to you as an individual, as if, right, kind of. And in fact, conversations with God came to me, and that was a super healer for me because I was aware of the presence of God speaking to me through that book. I was aware of it at another level. So call it whatever you want. Invite life to be on your side because life is on your side. You just may not be aware of it. Invite God in if that's who you speak to, or Jesus or Buddha. Dr. Hawkins, I talked to Dr. Hawkins. He's of extremely high level of consciousness. I watch him on YouTube. He's passed, by the way, if you don't know that, watch him on YouTube. His consciousness is available to all of us. We're all chums. <laughs> We're all chums. Okay, so those are the affirmations, and I'm going to wrap this up with answers to the, this week's weekly dose of higher consciousness quiz. So let me look at those again. I don't think you had time to think about it, but maybe you did. All right, so. Which, this is the spiritual foundation. All of these ways of being are spiritual foundations. Idealistic calibrates at 295 on the map of consciousness. Humility calibrates at 270 on the map of consciousness. And to be available, to be available to others in life is 265 on the map of consciousness. All of those are of higher consciousness each one of them is a foundational building block to higher levels. So my invitation to you today is to pick one. Pick one that's easy for you. Like, pick, are you, can you be available? Can you be more available to somebody right now? And who can that be? That could be a little exercise. How can I be available to people this week? Or humility, how can I, how can I accept that I don't know it all? And trust me, we do not know it all one iota. <laughs> Relative to the vast map of consciousness, we know nothing, really, and Dr. Hawkins will attest to the same thing, because he's experienced very high levels of consciousness, and the mind really is kind of puny relative to that, which is not to dismiss the mind. The mind is useful, but have humility. You do not know the vast context of your life beyond, you know, 
the eagle's eye view is how are you fitting into all that is? That's the vast context. That's the truth. And what's the, you don't have the awareness of your past life and the past life of others and how it all works together in this beautiful, uh, you know, kind of mosaic. I'll use that word because it came across my awareness today. Mosaic of life, right? You have no awareness of beyond you and lifetimes past. So have humility and realize you don't know it all or even close to it all. But you can still have confidence in what you do know, of course. I don't want you to feel that you're incompetent or you don't know, but you have some, some awareness, okay? And the last way of being is idealistic. You know, how can you be idealistic? Which, by the way, is the highest level of consciousness in our quiz this week, to be idealistic. If it's a leap for you to go there, start with being available. That's on the, the lower end, though it's still high. Um, just so you know, to go from available at 265 to idealistic is a quantum leap in consciousness because these are 10 to the 265th power, 10 to the 295th power. That's a quantum leap in power if you know anything about your math. So that's it. I want you to, you're likely going to want to bookmark this episode because I had to come back to it again and again, the book, you know, Dr. Hawkins' book, Letting Go, The Pathway to Surrender. Not everyone gets it. I, even I didn't get it, and I've read all his books, which are of higher consciousness. It takes time to get. And I feel like with all my experience and my, I have a very, I'm very observational. I pay attention to what's happening in my own consciousness, how I'm feeling, how I'm reacting, how I'm Letting go, how is that working, what's working, what's not working. So it's nice to have a coach, and I'm here to coach you along. Uh, give it a try. <laughs> it takes practice. Read the book. Come back here, ask more questions. If you like what's going on here, uh, subscribe to the podcast at trumpeteroftruthradio.com. You can subscribe to the YouTube channel at trumpeteroftruthtv.com. And you can visit me on my website if you like what's going on and you'd like to have me come and speak at a group or in a, this, I have a lot to say to corporations and employees. There's a lot to be spoken about understanding levels of consciousness in the, in the workplace. And there's a great um, case study of a man who took the letting go technique to corporations and their sales force with tremendous results. When you let go, sales rates go up <laughs> and there's a reason there's a reason behind it right um so i love to speak invite me to speak to your retreat if you have a retreat or an event a corporate event that you want some help i'm here to help i'm here to end human suffering me and dr hawkins we're on the same page of that no more suffering let's have fun I'm just doing it from a lower level of consciousness than Dr. Hawkins, but I do have higher level consciousness understanding and I've been there. So I can assure you that Hawkins is talking from a very high level of consciousness as does the Buddha and Christ and other avatars throughout history. He was an enormous gift to this planet. Just so you know. <laughs> All right. So if you want to connect with me too, trumpeteroftruth.com is my website. I'm also the founder of the Mind, Body, Spirit Network. And I have another podcast called High Vibe Tribe Radio and High Vibe Tribe TV, 
where I interview um, experts in the field of mind, body, spirit uh, from throughout all the world. And that's another fun thing that I do. So thank you for joining me. I love your feedback. And next week, I don't know what I'm doing next week yet. I ha it hasn't come to me. So you're just going to have to wait. This is going to be like a soap opera. You know, you're going to, I used to watch The Guiding Light with my mother. So next week, as the world turns, I'm turning two in. So anyway, you're just going to have to stay tuned. I don't know what's going to come up next week. We'll see. Talk to you later. <laughs> Signing out. My name again is Liz Gracia with your weekly dose of higher consciousness. Hey there, lovey Lou. If you are new to your weekly dose of Higher Consciousness podcast or an avid listener, I have something just for you. I created a landing page with all of my playlists in one place. So for new listeners, I created a playlist called Foundational Basics. This is where you will want to begin to come up to speed on your understanding of the map of consciousness a proven energy scale for realizing your ultimate potential by Dr. David R. Hawkins and with where we are now. For avid listeners, I've created playlists for all of my popular topics like 1001 Ways to Be of Higher Consciousness, 1001 Ways to Let Go of, those great higher consciousness quizzes that helps you uh, test your your intuition and develop discernment skills, tools for transformation, high vibe book recommendations, and my general main topics. You can find all of these playlists on the website at themindbodyspiritnetwork.com forward slash podcast, or you can find it in the link below in the show notes. Now back to today's episode.